Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. While um, intervening in an altercation, um, talking to the fellow with the gun, another guy came around and attempted to try to grab the gun. And, and then a, the gun went off? The gun went off. And, Who's the other guy who attempted to grab the gun? Um, What's his relation to you? Not, no relationship to me. Was this person dating your daughter? No. Okay. The guy that's in jail for the shooting at the time, my daughter and him had just stopped dating. This is the greater Vivian Smith. She says the defendant, her deceased son's fiance, refuses to return his Harley Davidson motorcycle and Mustang to her. That's right. She rode the Harley to his funeral. She refuses to hand over the vehicles. And she's here suing this selfish, uncaring woman for the $5,000 she's owed. This is the defendant, Itita Williams. She says her fiancé was accidentally killed by gunfire. They were together for 10 years and have a six-year-old daughter together. She and the plaintiff always had a rocky relationship, and she can't believe this woman actually has the nerve to be suing her today. She refuses to turn over his ashes or the death certificate, and she doesn't owe this vicious woman a penny because both vehicles are in her name. She's accused of making mom mad. All parties, please your right here. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum. The People's Court. You see, they come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Douglas. Okay. Ms. Smith and Ms. Williams, uh, I am very sorry for your loss, first of all. When did this happen, the shooting? July 7th. 2019? July 6th, 2019. But it went into the 7th. Were you present when it happened? Yes, I was. Can you give me a brief explanation of how he was shot. He was um, her son and your fiance. Okay. While um, intervening in an altercation, um, talking to the fellow with the gun, another guy came around and attempted to try to grab the gun. And, and then a, the gun went off? The gun went off. And Who's the other guy who attempted to grab the gun? Um, What's his relation to you? Not, no relationship to me. Was this person dating your daughter? No. Okay. The guy that's in jail 
for the shooting at the time. My daughter and him had just stopped dating. Okay. And was he the one who had the gun? Yes. And he had the gun pointed at who? At your fiance? No. At someone else? He had it in his hand when Darnell was speaking with him. And another person from Is the- Is Darnell your fiance? Yes. Okay. Another person from the party- Went to grab the went gun. Went around them and tried to grab the gun. And then a scuffle broke out and Darnell ended up getting shot in the heart. It blew his heart out. Oh my goodness. All right, now the person, the person who was trying to intervene did not get in trouble. No. Because he was trying to save people's lives. It just turned out to be- Right. So the person who went to the party with the gun, did that person get charged? Yes. With manslaughter? Yes. And uh, did he get convicted? Yes. He got sentenced on January 3rd to seven years. All right. Now, you have a child with Darnell, right? Yes. How old is your child? Six. All right. You are suing because, according to you, your son owned a 2008 Harley Davidson and a 1990 Mustang, and you feel that those things belong to you? Yes. How do you figure? He's my son. They're not married. And those are just memories for me. Right. She wants to sell it. Right. They're not married, so no. they may not belong to her, but there's a six-year-old child involved. Why wouldn't they belong technically to her? And he has an older son. Well, did anybody go to probate? Did anybody go to court and say, we have an estate? The estate has two things, a Harley Davidson and a 1990 Mustang, and we have to determine who it belongs to. You didn't go to probate? You didn't go to probate? I didn't have a chance to do anything. There were other things that Darnell had, two cars, too, that she took and she took one and she gave his daughter one. So basically, there was a lot of things that were given away that were not given to my daughter nor me. You mean Darnell had other cars besides the vehicles we're talking about? Right. And who made that, the That were driven there the day of the party, that were at her house during the time of the altercation, and they t she took them. And she drives one and she gave the infinity to his older daughter. Now, talk to me about the Mustang. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, whose Mustang is that? That's my Mustang that me and Don, me that I bought. Donnell helped me purchase it, and I have the title and the sale right here. The the Mustang was never in Donnell's name, and Let I've never even taken the title to motor vehicles to get the title in my name. How long ago did you buy it? Since 2010. Why haven't you safe. changed it? At, so the the prior owner still has it under their name, with my name on the title. You did nothing with the title. You're supposed to do that right away. Right. Have you driven it? No, it's never been on In the road. In 10 years, it's never been driven. It's an investment. So it's at my okay. house. Okay. Yeah. Where is it physically now? In the shop where we had it towed to from her house. It was in the yard. When did you decide to tow it? After she's dealing out the infinity and all that? Or no, before no, that? Way before that. Way before, way before that. any of this. It's been there getting work done to it. I don't think that Lori is going to be very <laughs> appreciative that this uh, 1990 Ford Mustang in question is still in her name. You're supposed, you know what you're supposed to do, right? You're supposed to have registered it. This is why if you ever sell a car, you need to make sure that nothing remains in your name. And every state has a different way for you to do it. You're not hostage to the person you sold the car to, but you really should follow up and find out if the person you sold the car to changed it out of your name. Because if there's a car accident, then you can get sued. So you want to keep the bill of sale to prove there was a sale. You want to keep something to prove there was a sale so you don't get sued. You want to make sure that it's no longer in your name. You want to turn in your plates and 
file whatever you have to file in your state to say I divested myself of the car. Wow. Yeah, what makes you, it's under, if this paperwork is to be believed, it is the bill of sale for this car and it wasn't even in your son's name. What claim would you have to it? I had it all them years in my yard. That doesn't matter. Mm. Well, well how, what does that matter? That yeah. you, oh, I was parked in my, so now I own it. All right, and now let's talk about the Harley Davidson. Do you have a title for that? Yes, I do. Now, this is a title that puts it in your name, correct? Right. Except for that this happened after the death, right? The title was signed over to me in April. Show me proof of that. Is that going to show me that the title was signed over to you in April? I don't think so because no, I No, because what it's going to yeah. show me is that after the date of the death, you registered it in your name. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. That's not. That's the opposite of what you're saying. Okay. So if the title was signed over to you in April, who was it signed over to you in April by? Darnell. Okay. Can you mm -hmm. prove that? That's what no. I'm asking you to prove. No. Why okay. would he sign it over to you in April? Because at that time, April 27th, we were supposed to get married. We ended up having to push the date back because technically when he bought the bike, the, the money that he used for the bike was for our wedding. So I had been in his ear in reference to the money that he used on the bike for our wedding. And it was time to get rid of it because we booked the place. And because of that, we, he wasn't finished paying for the wedding. We needed to get rid of the bike to move forward, to pay for the wedding to change to this April. So according to you, he put it in your name. Yeah, it was my, I wanted my money back. Had you, tell me how you got this title in your name. What did you present to the department of motor vehicles? In the old to? title. So you and I will both know when that actually, won't we see the date? Yeah, we'll see right here, October. Well, October I received it in October. Is, say it again? I received it in October. Uh, all I have to do is get off the bench and find out when you applied for it. Yeah, you can do that, but and I received it in October. And if I do that, October. am I gonna find that it's after or before his death? You're gonna find out that it's after his death right. because that's when it's, I took it. It was in our safe. So you right, just with the other kept one. it around for all that time. Whoa, that's what you did with this. Actually, one. I and didn't even keep it. He hid it. He had it hid. And then when I managed to get the safe open, there it was with some yeah, other belongings. Because every of his. state has certain requirements. I looked into the requirements in your state of New York, mm -hmm. where you have to show certain things mm -hmm. to be able to put it in your name. Of course, anybody could just take a title mm -hmm. and then just write Darnell's signature and then hand it over and then get it in their name. I'm not mm -hmm. stupid. Mm -hmm. So I have no idea how this ended up in her name, but I do have a very clear idea of what the law is in this case. And here's what it is. I assume he died without a will because everyone's acting like he did. Right. right. He didn't have a will. Right. So when someone, that we call that dying intestate. When someone dies intestate, then the rules of the state automatically come into play about who gets what. You get nothing as the mother if he has kids. The kids mm -hmm. get whatever it is. The kids end up splitting it. You get nothing as a fiance. Right. There's no provision for fiances, mm -hmm. okay? What could have happened in this case is that as mom started dealing things out, you could have said, whoa, whoa, wait a second, and filed a probate case on behalf of your daughter. Mm -hmm. I imagine, I don't know, I imagine that there, I mean, did he leave a really big estate behind or is it just the vehicles we're talking about? I mean, he had a uh, 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 dirt bike, you know. It's just vehicles. Jewelry and Did he own any like property? That. No. Okay. Did he have any cash? Not to my knowledge. Okay. Jewelry? Yeah, he has a necklace that she has. Okay. Did you give it to her? 
No, it was on him when he got shot. So when she got the property, she got the necklace. Have you had a good relationship with her before this or not really? We did until June of uh, 2014. And then we didn't, and then we were working on it. And then... What happened on June of 2014? Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Um, my daughter got hurt at her house. How? and uh, She conceived drugs in her system. And I got a hold that it, she lied about it, and it made me look at her different. Wait, wait. How old was your daughter at the time? My daughter was one years old. And how did she consume drugs? Because her oldest granddaughter used a spoon that she told her not to use, and the spoon had PCP angel dust on it, and it put my daughter in the hospital. So because she lied to me, me and her relationship was not good. We were working on it, but it was hard for me to trust her because she lied to me and I considered her to be my family. Did it do any permanent damage to your daughter? I mean, not that I can see, okay. you know, right now, you know, she's still so sorry. We're grieving, but, you know, her as a grandmother, she just, she left me hanging. You know, she never came back to the hospital. After that, she just don't treat my daughter right, you know? She just, because she's affiliated with me and, and I stand a strong ground, of what I want for my daughter and the aspects. She don't call my daughter. She don't involve herself. She don't, it's just like my daughter's by herself when my daughter is Darnell's blood legacy. Did you want to respond to that? Do you even let me see her? What does that mean? Have you tried to and she won't let you? Yeah, I work 18 hours a day from Monday to Friday. Uh, it's hard. So you don't have time for her is what you're saying. I'm not sure not what like you're saying. That. I'll try on the weekends, but she don't let me see her. The last time you saw no. my daughter was January 20th. She stayed the weekend with you. And mm -hmm. then when you found out that I had the bike, you filed the papers in Patrick on January 21st, and you never called back. Who does she think had the bike? Wait, stop a second. Who did she oh. think had the bike? The, the guy that, she, that rode the bike to the funeral. How did he get the bike? Where had the bike been? The bike house. was at her house. I always had it. Yeah. You had it sometimes, and I also had it sometimes. No, no. Just it like the We're done. We're done. Car. We're done. <laughs> Let me tell you what you need to do. As for the Mustang, I'm ruling in your favor. The Mustang's out of it. As for the Harley Davidson, that's a little dicier because what should have happened is that this title should be in the name of the daughter, you as the guardian of the daughter. I don't see that happening. You say it didn't because. He signed it over to you and you just had it lying around. I'm not sure I buy any of that, but none of that matters. If you want to contest that, 
you would have to go to probate court to contest that mm -hmm. and lay a claim to it. And why would you when her daughter and the other child are the people who would have a right to it? It would be right. crazy yeah, on your I wasn't part. trying to get rid of it. She's trying to sell it. Yeah, she should sell it. Kids. She should sell it and make up for the deficit that's left right. behind because left in her a financial son was, situation. And where was that party? At her house. Tell me about, like, is this a party that, what they was the party the, for? They have this party every year. They have nice parties and stuff like that. But I didn't feel like the party should have been, should have happened that year because there was just an altercation at her house where the house was raided. And I begged Darnell not to have the party, but he, they wanted to have the party. She had just gotten out of jail and there was money that drugs. There was money that was used that he was supposed to help me with. Our cable and stuff was off and he wanted to take the money and have the party. And then the party happened and then I was left in an uproar with, with no money, anything, anything that people gave her cards and anything. She never offered me a dime for my daughter. She never called and said, do y'all need money to eat or anything out of any of the cards that Who were given? Who had a fun? A golden so fun. I can, I, fun. can I ask you something? Yes. The cars that were driven and the motors, you know, the, the things that were driven to the party that, you know, I, I realize you're the mother, but she's not only the fiance, but the mother of his kid. How is it but that that didn't end up back in her hands instead of you giving it or selling it? It was or, always at my house. I, there's, there's other children, too. That how you, many children are there? There's three, and she made sure that the other two were good. And basically, my daughter got left out because you don't have a relationship with me. You want to deal with the six-year-old child when I'm the adult. You have to deal with me in reference to deal with the child. You yep. didn't make it fair. All right. We're done. As to the Mustang, I'm ruling in your favor. As to the Harley, I am dismissing it without prejudice to you bringing it up to probate court, none of which is going to happen the over the Harley, only because the date of the issuance of the title in your name is past the date of the death. Mm -hmm. So I think if she wants to, you know, research that and figure something out and file a probate case and the other kids may have entitlement to a portion of it, I'm leaving that in probate's hands. Between you and me and Lampos, I highly doubt there's going to be a probate case over that. Mm -hmm. All right. But because I don't see what would be your incentive for filing the probate case. It's not going to go to you. It's going to go to the children. Anyway. Mm -hmm. That's my verdict. Good luck, folks. Thank you. So, Ms. Smith, you heard the judge. If you want to go after that motorcycle, you got mm -hmm. to go to probate court. Okay? Yes. yes. Think you'll do that? It's a uh, lot of trouble. Yes. You think you will? Mm -hmm. And you may fail there, too. Maybe. Okay. okay. All right. I hope okay. you get a better relationship going okay. with her. Okay. Thank you. Think you will? Yes. Yes? Yeah. Really? All right. Good All luck right. to you. Okay, Ms. Williams, she seems to think maybe she'll have a better relationship with you in the future. Do you think so? No. No? No, when you disrespect my child, you disrespect me. She has never respected the, the legacy, and my daughter is the blood legacy, and she will never. So it's over. It's over. Hear no evil, see no evil. Thank you very much. I'm going to sign some documents on your way out of the courtroom. Harvey? Well, Doug, look, this is a probate case when it comes to the Harley, and that's why probate judges have exclusive jurisdiction to decide who gets what when it involves a will or the death of somebody in distributing property. That'll do it for this case. Litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom, right now.
These are the plaintiffs, Michael and Daniel Harding. Michael says his son Daniel attends Rutgers University, and he and six of his friends rented a house from the defendant. The thief is trying to take advantage of these college kids, claiming he spent money on cleaning after they moved out. (laughs) This is an out-and-out lie, and they're here suing for the $2,060. They're surely owed. This is the defendant, William McKinley. He says he rents to college kids, and let's just say they aren't the neatest people in the world at that age. He was standing up to his knees and rotting garbage and beer cans. He deducted cleaning fees as his right as landlord, and he simply owes this disgruntled tenant and his father nothing. He's accused of conning college kids. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiffs, a father and a son, are suing to get their security deposit back after the son rented an apartment with his friends at Rutgers University. The defendant says he had to go there regularly just to clean it. It's the case of you're on double secret probation. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, All right, Mr. Harding, how are you? Good afternoon, Judge. I'm fine, thank you. Okay, so uh, you are the dad and you are what, Michael? I'm Michael, yes. And you're Daniel? Yes. And you're the one of seven men living together in his house during the school year when you were at Rutgers? Yes. Are you still at Rutgers? Yes. Okay, Mr. McKinley, you are the one who rented to seven boys? Yes. All righty then. So there is a security deposit. The security deposit is how much? $1,000. Okay. And you are suing for 2060. I need you to explain your lawsuit. Judge, I'm suing for the $1,000 security deposit. Uh, pursuant to the law, I'm asking double the damages for $2,000. I had- uh, But you got back some of the security. Yes, I'm gonna address that. No, you have to address okay. that before you double. Okay. Ah, okay. there's the rub. Okay, I was gonna so, take it away from the top. There's a $1,000 security deposit. There is $440 sent to you. That leaves- Oh, he sent $560 to me. It's $560, right? And then that gets doubled. That is what New Jersey law allows you to do because you can only double the amount wrongfully withheld. Yes. Is that right? Now, I know I'm right on the law. What I'm saying is you got back 440 of the 1,000? I got back $440, correct, but I got it. Right, so the amount that that you are saying today was wrongfully withheld is how much? $560. $560. Correct. However, Judge, what I'm saying is that when he didn't return the full deposit within the 30 days as required, at that point, I'm, re- I'm entitled to double Are the you an attorney? Uh, yes, Judge. Can you show me the law that says that you double all of it and not just the amount wrongfully well, withheld? Well, Judge, it would be doubled less what he, um, what he pays. Okay, show me what you're referring to. Okay. Thank you. This one right here. Thank you, sir. Yeah, this doesn't say what you're saying. This says... In any action by a tenant, yada, 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 for the return of monies due, the monies due would be 560. The court shall award recovery of double the amount of said monies. That would be the 560. Would you like to show me any case law that interprets the way you say that you get to double the amount that he did pay you back? Okay, one second, Judge. Do you do landlord tenant law? No, Judge. What kind of law do you do? Criminal. That's what I did. It's always referred to as said monies, and said monies are the amount owed. 
Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to let you ponder. You got some right. case law okay. that interprets well, your way. You let me know, but well, I don't think I that's I think it'll it. work out the same, so oh. that's fine. Well, it'll work out to a different figure, right. but it'll work out. Yeah. So now talk to me. According to you, there's $560 not paid. You agree with that, right, that you kept $560 of their money? Yes. Okay. And in fact, you did that with seven people. Right, because you did. You kept five hundred and sixty of each of their monies. No, but it was this one individually. Oh, yeah, individually, seven times. All right. So they don't like it. So tell me why you are able to keep five hundred and sixty dollars of the security deposit. Part of that money was um, to pay for the utilities. I pay the utilities up front. They. Uh, send me $65 a month to cover the cost of the utilities. Okay, I don't, let me jumpstart that because I don't think you guys dispute that, right? Do you dispute the utility no, issue? No, Judge. Right, so there's an additional, uh, when you look at the math for the whole year, there's like a spreadsheet he gave, did right. you see it? Where there is an additional 175 owed by each kid, so you don't really dispute I'm that. Not, I'm not gonna dispute that. All right, that, that allows no. you to keep 175 of the thousand. Go on, what right. else did you keep money for? A lot of it had to do with the cleanup. Um, some of the cleanup was took place during the school year. Some of it, most of it took place Okay, now place that I've after. never seen, all right? I, I have been in college. I have three, two and a half daughters in college because the little one's got one leg out the door. I have seen, you know, it's, it's repulsive, and I understand that. But I have never had a landlord say, hey, can I clean up your place while you're living there? Like, how did that come about? I... Why did it come about? I was concerned with the health of the tenants. You went into their living space and cleaned their with kitchen their, and their bath. Did their, they know you were doing I didn't it? Do the, I didn't do the kitchen and the bathrooms. What'd I hired professional help to have that done. What did you do during the time that they were living there? Um, two things. Part of it was in the house. That was removing uh, liquor bottles, mostly vodka, uh, beer cans, and a, a general assortment. Removing of, it from where? From the house. Where? Pick it, picking it up off the floor. Where? Picking, picking it up, it up off, the off the floor. The That's an unusual thing that you're saying. I have never had a landlord go into my apartment and pick up my beer cans and, and vodka bottles off the floor. That's usually am. falling to me when I wake up. So I'm kind of wondering how that happened. How did that happen? Would he just walk in without announcing or no, is he I not being truthful? Him. Hold on a second. Tell me how that would happen. Um, I never saw him actually at the house, inside the house cleaning. Uh, once I saw him outside, I'm not sure what he was doing because I was actually walking to class, but yeah, that's all I saw. What was he? You don't know what he was doing outside? Did he ever complain to you? Hey, you guys are pigs and pick up after yourself. I had to pick up. I had to go in and pick up your bottles off the floor. Did he ever say uh, that? I never heard anything like that. Not to me. Did you ever send them any warnings about how you, you're having to clean up there and all? Because you can't just keep money and say, "Well, I had to clean up, Judge," and not give me proof of the things you're saying. I notified them by text. Show me the text. There's a variety of them. Uh, yeah, hand them all to my bailiff. Any text you had with them about the fact that I'm going to charge you to clean up in your house and where they say, sure, we'll pay you for that. Well, not specifically oh, to your question. Oh, because see, when you keep their money for that, that implies you have a right to keep their money, which means they owe you the money, which means there's some obligation on their part for you to be paid to pick up these beer cans and vodka bottles I oh. also have photographic evidence. Hold on one second. Okay, we're here. This is all everything that hit the fan. You are handing me things that aren't what I asked for. This I, is everything that hit the fan once the end of the school year was coming and they didn't want to re-sign. Okay, now I'm asking you for, some, for what I asked you for previously, which is I would like you to show me proof 
that they obligated themselves to pay for whatever cleaning you're deducting. I have no deducting. proof they obligated themselves. All right, now I need you to show me pictures of what it is you had to do. Because you're, 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 you're deducting vast sums, vast sums. And unfortunately, no. this happens a lot when there's seven roommates because it's one-seventh the pain for each kid, you see? Yeah. So people just chalk it up and say, move along, you know? Did you know his dad was an attorney? No. Yeah. I tell my kids to keep quiet, too. <laughs> Good Lord, what is this? Uh, some of the things that I was compelled to clean up, even though I didn't notify them that this? they would be responsible for it. This is graffiti all over the walls. What is that? That was there before we moved in. Was it? Some of it was. Okay, I'm sorry. You're was... shocking and awing me no, with was... this, which I actually had happen to me by a tenant. He literally spray-painted everything in some drug-induced craziness. And yet, that was already there. I guess everybody there, thought it was cool or something? It wasn't already there. Um, some of it, some of the old pictures some. showed a little bit of blue on it and an R, but not to that degree. Well, well I so guess people kind of thought that this was a free-for-all at that point, because it has to get painted once, not several times. What are you showing me here? Some of the filth that was left behind. Okay, what is this? This looks like an That's old wood floor. floor in the living room. Right, but what, what, what are you showing me that they left behind the white stuff? Like, no, the black stuff on the floor. I don't know what it was. It's some combination of dirt, mud, beer, vodka. What is this next ashes. to the refrigerator? Is that how they you got it as well, or is that something you boys joined in on? Does that look familiar? Uh, yes. What's I guess that? Some, I guess someone spray painted it. What, one of your crew? I don't know if it was my crew or some one of our friends. But during your year? Yes. Okay. Now, what about this? These are pictures uh, on June 14th, so these are pictures when they left of junk they left behind, right? This was at the back of the house, yes, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, you can't leave it like that. You gotta clean up. And the problem is, with there's seven of you, you don't know, always be the last guy out. Mm -hmm. Be the last guy out, that way you can make sure everything's right, and then you don't end up, because one of your roommates is a jerk, leaving stuff behind. You know, it doesn't matter whether you left it or your roommates did, you're all responsible jointly and severally. What is this a picture of? The living room. And the what is debris, that? Some of the debris. What that's, are these things? That's uh, leftover cardboard and debris that empty? I had to get rid of. That, empty? Uh, empty, they most of okay. them. Yeah. Okay. The what is your wife trying to say, or the person with you trying to say? They had also left um, a lot of their furnishings. Oh, well, I need pictures of that, because I only saw like one some piece of, of Some of this, the, um, the wrapped cardboard in the basement. What furnishing did they leave behind? They left all their furniture. They stuffed it all in the basement. The basement was unaccessible. You couldn't walk down the cellar stairs. The basement from front to did back was full furniture. Did you guys leave the furniture in the furniture. basement? Yes, but that's because the people who moved in for this upcoming year uh, let us keep our stuff in the basement while they moved into their rooms. And then what did you do? Did you go back to the basement yeah, yeah. and get your stuff out? It took about like two weeks, but yeah, once we got all Is our stuff. Is the stuff still there or was the stuff taken out? Uh, it was taken out. Well, then the, they had permission by the new people to do that, and they took it out. How are you out anything for that? I was, I didn't, I'm not claiming any for that. I'm claiming okay, for cleaning Okay, can we up. just discuss what you're claiming? All right, after they what removed their this? furniture. What is this? That's stuff that's still left behind. I just took that picture recently. What is that? Okay. They had plastic pipes. They had, like... I'm in a fraternity. Yeah. And that was for one of our events that we used it last right, year. Right, but you can't leave it behind. No, huh? but we're using it again for this year. Well, and the people who live there now told us we could uh, keep it there. For the upcoming okay, event. I'm sorry. People? Hold on one second. Is that there now? Yeah. Do you want it there now? No. 
Okay, you guys are gonna have to go pick it up. Mm. Unless, I mean, like he's telling you no, he's the landlord of those new people and he's telling you no. He's not gonna get to keep something for the fact that you've left it there up to now because you've had permission from the tenants. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Judge, the people who are there now moved in prior to my son moving out and a lot of these things were theirs. Uh, they yeah, but are not also, that. They are also in the fraternity and they use this. They, they yeah, but not that. That your son just said we left it there because they gave us permission, not we gave it to them. Because they're using well, that though for the fraternity, they're using it. And, and judge, I would just note the trash that he showed you. The picture has a date of June 14th. That's more than two weeks after my son moved out. So I don't know if that trash is from the new people moving in, getting settled. What's your answer to that? Absolutely not. That's trash that was thrown out. At, yeah, but at the this, end of why the, is this saying June 14th? That's. <laughs> That's what was there from the previous tenants. Why does this say June 14th? That's when I took the picture. Because the pictures were taken June 14th. When did you leave? My stuff was in the basement prior to May 31st. I don't remember the exact date when I moved all my stuff from the basement like out completely. When did the new tenants move in? Probably like May 20th, around there. So this is two weeks after they move out. Dad's right that you take the pictures. It's still right. their stuff. Now we're going to, how do you know that's their stuff and not the other, the tenant's stuff? Because I saw it there when they, after they moved out and I asked them to clean it up. Was, did you guys leave that stuff and did he ask you to clean it up? Is this I your don't, stuff? I don't remember seeing that before I moved out. I can't speak for the rest of my group. But you moved out before the other people? I, I like myself moved out, but I had some stuff in the Do you have pictures basement. of how you, how you and your roommates left it? Uh, I don't. Okay. <laughs> Judge, he didn't do a walkthrough with anybody, either before they moved in or after they moved out. Do you, sir, his... have pictures of how the seven of them left it? No, Judge, but okay. I have the letter from the defendant from August 6, 2019, where he says that for the cleanup of garbage outside, that he went there five times and spent five hours, and he's billing at $30 an hour to clean the trash in the backyard. Yeah, I, I have found a that picture. abusive also. Right, I have a picture of the backyard. The backyard's about 50 feet. I don't know how he spent five five hours yeah, in the I, backyard. I, I got clean, or, clean or that he's charging for picking up beer cans during the tenancy. Let me ask you a question. One of the things that you are also withholding the security for is that according to you, they didn't sign a new lease and stay on when they said they would. That's right. So the place was empty how long? Only one, half of one room was empty for four months. And you're charging them for that? Half of that. Why? Why isn't it all your fault? It's the 30 days. Their lease ran because out and they, they left. Because in December, I went to them. I said, I need to Tough. start. Did you get a signed lease? Come on, you know the answer to that. You can't seriously look me in verbal. the eye and tell me, well, they said they were gonna do it. Well, did you get a signed lease? No, then you can bank on nothing if you didn't get a signed lease. Well, I have the communication with my main contact there, Brian Comerford. I don't care. And that also says that when they finally made up their mind, it was within the 30 day of the new lease, of the new tenants coming in. Listen to me. A responsible landlord either has a signed lease or starts advertising because he doesn't have a guarantee. You are not a responsible landlord and you're trying to make them absorb your loss because you didn't do what you needed to do. That's why I accepted half of the responsibility. Half? No, 100% of the responsibility is yours and you can't deduct a penny for that. But the list Give me the list signed. of the things he deducts for. There's a letter that he eventually sends with the list. I, I found it. I have it here. I have it. Okay. Okay, let's talk about the out-of-pocket cleaning costs for the kitchen and the bathrooms 
Twice during the year, I had the bathrooms and kitchen clean. Didn't you tell me specifically under oath a moment ago that you didn't clean the kitchen and the bathrooms during I, the school year? I said I didn't. I said I had it done. Did a cleaning service go twice during the school year? I didn't notice. It didn't look any cleaner. Did you? <laughs> that is the truest thing that has been said in my courtroom today. Did you hear about it from someone else? Uh, once we came back from winter break, I heard that he hired a cleaning service to come in. Had he ever discussed with any of you that you guys would be responsible for that? No. Well, Do you have any proof that they obligated themselves to be responsible for that? I mean, I think it's great that you did that. I think that, you know, as a homeowner, you might want to do that to make sure it doesn't decay, or I've never seen a landlord do that in my life. Uh, and if you want to be reimbursed for that, you need to put it in the lease, which it wasn't. So tell me, under what circumstances can you all of a sudden, once they're no longer living there, go back and pretend there's an obligation when there isn't? You can't. I didn't. Additionally, Judge, in that same letter, he says that he removed garbage and cleaned the mess, and he's billing us. And that wasn't a cleaning service. I did. I yeah, did. I don't mind, I don't mind that, that, though. That doesn't bother me in the slightest. If your son is a pig or his roommates are pigs, mm -hmm. sorry, mm -hmm. and leave a bunch of stuff behind and it takes up somebody's time, that's not fair. Oh, he's talking about throughout the year five yeah, times. Yeah, no, he can't come I, I do not want to discuss another, I don't want to waste another ounce of my okay. saliva on throughout the year. Right. We're not going to okay. discuss that anymore. Right. So, in case that did, it wasn't clear. So we're talking that one time, which we only have proof that of June 14th, two years after my, two, two, two weeks, weeks after my son was out, that there was trash in the backyard. Yeah, but true. I have his testimony that he was seeing it there for the two weeks. The pictures really are supposed to be taken right away so that you can prove that it's them. You know, there's a little bit of a problem with it being taken two weeks later, particularly with somebody who's telling me that he cleaned and is entitled to money for picking up bottles during the tenancy, that becomes a problem. Judge, they do have trash pickup two times a week. So it's foreseeable that if he saw this earlier in the month, as he's saying, why wouldn't it have been put out on the street for it to be picked up by the trash the sanitation okay, department? you're getting to places I don't care to travel. Right. You know, right? Well, well, that I don't they really had care trash to travel there. And even the new people there, okay, why wouldn't they so put out the trash? So here's what we're going to do, folks. Based on the evidence that I have heard, there's a $1,000 deposit. I find that 175 is appropriately kept for the utilities, for the excess utilities. I find that charging this defendant $50, which means you would have gotten that from seven people, so that would be plenty to pick up the trash I'm looking at. I find that you're not entitled to keep money for a cleaning that happened during the tenancy, and that means that 775 should have been returned. 440 was returned. And that means that 335 was inappropriately kept. New Jersey law provides for double when it's wrongfully no. withheld. withheld. It does ahead. not provide for double yeah, for that, in that case because the property was not vacated. The 30 days begins on the vacation of the property. They did not vacate the property. What are you talking about? By what? By leaving a few things? A few things. Yeah, no. I'm giving you $350 to move the few things. Now it's vacated, you see? You can't collect rent from them in perpetuity because you don't throw out whatever it was. Don't even talk anymore. So the 335 uh, that if the plaintiff is entitled to double, that's $670 verdict for the plaintiff. Well, Mr. McKinley, you tried. <laughs> what are you thinking about what just happened? Uh, I didn't get a chance to actually present a lot of the evidence that was pertinent to the case. Well, she saw the truth. a good bit of it, an awful lot of it. She yeah, saw well, what she there, needed there was to some see. Significant parts of that uh, 
uh, demonstration that well, uh, you just know what, went you too fast. You heard what she said. You got to give back. You yeah. okay with that? The six seventy. Uh, I guess I don't. Know. <laughs> I'm glad it's, <laughs> I'm glad it's over. Live with it. It's <laughs> over. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. All right, All right you. sir. You must sign a few documents on your way out of the courtroom. The Hardings are on their way out of the courtroom now. You didn't get back exactly what you were seeking, but uh, hey, you won the case. We won the case and we got something back. And we just didn't want them to take advantage of these students. And I'm sure the other six students now are going to pursue this. I was going to say, do you split this with the other students? No, I think they're going to pursue it themselves in small claims. Individually? Court. Yes. No kidding? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Very good. Yes. Well, it'll be but, interesting to see how they end up in the court they go to, right? Yes, it will be. But <laughs> a landlord just can't go into your home and say, I'm cleaning it without your permission, yeah. and then send you a bill for it. thing is, they won't have a lawyer like you to help them out. Well, I don't know how Who good this lawyer here? did today. But. Well, you go with them. All right. Well, <laughs> okay. thank you very much, sir. Okay. Congratulations. Thank you. You two must sign some documents on your way out of the courtroom. Harvey? So, Doug, security deposit law, they vary from state to state. Landlords have to be really careful. If they withhold too much, they can be socked for additional damages. Landlords should check online to see what laws govern them in their city or state. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.